This is Gemara Shkolem Daf Yod. All the learning for this month, the month of Nisan, has been sponsored Lili Nishmas Chaim Mordechai Ben Avtali Svi by the Gruden family, the Neshama. She have an aliyah. Of course, all the many of you have and such. Some see the I hope tonight we will be back on the old schedule of everything being up a day earlier. And just a reminder, the shirim usually go up earlier on YouTube for those who need it time sensitive. We're picking it up on Testament Bays as you begin the fourth parak of Mesech Tashkalim. Says the Mishnah Hatruma. Says the Mishnah one more time. Hatruma ma hoyo oisinba. What would they do with the truma? They would buy with the truma. Again, what truma? We're talking about with the money that they take from the lishka. Again, we have from the beginning of the parak. it's been one big story. We start, beginning of the Mesechta, I should say. We started with that they have to give the Machs When they have to give it, where they put it, when they take it out, how they take it out, how many, how many times they take it out, the boxes they put to take it out. And now, what do they do after they take it out? They cover it over with the leather. What do they do with the leftovers? Now we have that as they take out that box number one, what would they do with it? So that truma, that separation they would take out, they would purchase with it the Tmidim Musafim and Ischayam, basically all their Karbana Yisibar, all the communal um, offerings and services that had to be done in the base of Mikdash every day, the Tam and the Musafim, the Yom Tevim and Shabbosim, and the Ischayam. And all the different libations. Now the Mishnah continues that as well the carbon Oimer, the Shtei Alechem, and Shvuetz, Lechem Aponim, the weekly showbreads, the Chol Karbanas at Sibar, and all the Karbanas of the Sibar, those were all purchased with the money of the Machsas HaShekel. Now the Mishnah continues with a bit of a uh, secondary din. Those that would watch over the Svichim. Svichim are aftergrowths after the Shemitah year. We know that during the Shemitah year you cannot plant, you cannot tend to the ground. Next year is a Shemitah year. This coming year I should say after Rosh Hashanah. So you cannot tend, tend to the ground. The problem is they needed to have new wheat to purchase I'm uh, not to purchase. They needed to have new grains, new weeds, barleys to bring the carbon. So how would they have that? So all the fields uh, items would grow without tending to them. So that is the svicham, the aftergrowths. But in order to make sure that there was some left for these carbonites, they would guard the fields in order to make sure that there would be some of these items left. So the watchmen of these aftergrowths during Shemitah. Now, I'll just point out the question that all the Mepharshim deal with. We all know that the fields are Hefker during Shemitah. So how are they allowed to watch it? If they're watching it, seemingly it's not Hefker. And it's a good question, which we're not going to deal with right now. So, but the watching men of the aftergrowth of Shemitah, and the reason we're bringing this down here is because they would take their wages, the Besamekdash, the Bezdin would pay them, and the money would come from the Chumas Alishka, from the Machsah Shekel. Rav Yaisi Aimer Ava writes in Misnadiv Shemir Chinam. Says Rav Yaisi, even someone who wants, he's allowed to work for free for the Besamekdash. Now, it seems like a very simple statement of Rav Yaisi, but really it's a bit of a loaded statement, which let's explain for one moment. Because the Gemara is going to deal with it extensively. Basically, there's two questions that we have to deal with when one guards a field, these aftergrowths for the base of Mikdash. Number one, we have to deal with that when you watch something, let's say someone comes to take something from the field, and you stop him. Did you just make a Kenyan on that which is in the field? 
How do you make a kinyin? Because you made a kinyin by not allowing someone to come in. That's question number one. Question number two is that who, if you did make a kinyin, who made the kinyin? You, you one person. And who does this grain, this wheat, this barley have to be owned by? The tzibur, the, the congregation at large, in order to bring the carbon aimer and the carbon shtei alechem. So the question is going to be that if we assume that you're going to allow, you're going to make a kinyin, can then a singular person, a yachid, donate those products to the base of Migdash to use for the carbon tzibur? Now the, that is the machlekes here between the Tanakama and Rav Yaisi. The Tanakama was concerned about both of those items that we just spoke about. And therefore, says the Tanakam, you have to pay the watchman. Because then what happens if he's a watchman being paid by the Tzibur, being paid by the Beis HaMikdash, then even if he makes a Kenyan, we're not worried because who's the Kenyan for? Who's the acquisition for? The Tzibur at large. Whereas, comes on Rav Yesi, he says, no, I'm not concerned. A Yachid could watch it. He could be a Shemachinam, an unpaid watchman. And you're telling me that, wait, he might make a Kenyan. Great, he'll make a Kenyan and then he'll give it to the Beis HaMikdash. He's not concerned with that, and we'll see more about that in the Gemara. Amrulai, so the Chacham said to Rabbi Yaisi, Avata Oimer, Shein Ba, you two have to also agree that it only comes the Oimer and the Shtei Alechem as we turn over to today's Daf, Yonam and Aleph, Michel Tzibur. You have to agree it comes to the Tzibur, which of course, if you see not disagreeing, Excuse me, Rav Yisi is just holding that you're allowed to give it to the Tzibar, whereas the Chachamim disagree and they hold that once it would be acquired by a singular person, we'd be in a situation. Says the Gemara, what is the reason that there were nine special families, nine special families, nine special dates, that the Kayhanim would donate wood for the Mizbeach. Really, anyone could give whenever they want. So what exactly, we'll see why this is bringing in, is that it's going to have to do with that discussion we just said a moment ago between Rav Yesi and the Chachamim about a singular person donating towards the Beis HaMikdash, and it's going to be a riot, actually let's just foreshadow, it's going to be a riot to Rav Yesi, a riot to the opinion that a singular person could, yes, donate to the Beis HaMikdash, we're going to have two proofs to that. So the first proof is, says the Gemara, the Atik Kayhanim, we know they donated wood to put on the Mizbeach, so the Bryce in Mesechtas Tainis discusses what is the reason, I should say better, I think, yeah, the Brisa, what is the reason that there were special groups of families and dates that they would bring this wood. Ella, so the Gemara explains what happened in history was when Kala Yisrael came up from exile to Eretz Yisrael, which not even all of Kala Yisrael came from Bavel, and there wasn't any wood left in the chambers for the, for the Mizbeach. And these nine families, which, which are discussed in the Mishnah Dainis, these nine families got up and they donated wood Mishalatzman on their own, Umasram Litzibar, and they gave it over to the congregation, the Karbamem Karbanais, and with them they ought to use Karbanais Sibar of the congregation. And due to their generous deed that on their own they came and they gave the wood to the Mesa Migdash, Nevi'im Shabeinayim Shafilu. Lishka, Malaya ate him. So they decided that even in many latter years, says the Nevi'im, says the prophets, that even in latter years, that if the, the Mizbeach, the Lishka was filled with wood and they did not need wood, but yet, if one of these families would come and bring the wood, of their own, that their wood were used first because this family went on their own and took the initiative to bring wood when the Beis Mikdash was in need. They got a special 
special schos that for all eternity they are allowed to bring wood, they are able to bring wood in special dates, and their wood will always be used first. But what do we see from this b'risa? We see from this b'risa that clearly a singular person, these families, are able to donate something for the Beis HaMikdash. A clear riot to the opinion of Rav Yesi and the Mishnah that we're not concerned with a yachid not being able to donate something. A yachid could give something to the Beis HaMikdash for a carbon seabor without any issues. Says the Gemara, no riot. Amar Rav Acham, the Rav Yesi, of course, Yushalmi drops the Yod as a hey, the Rav Yaisa, he, so says Rav Yacha, this is going with the opinion of Rav Yaisi in our Mishnah, like we just explained. The, I'm sorry, I jumped the gun, this is explaining. The Rav Yaisi Amar, this fits with the opinion of Rav Yaisi in the Mishnah. Says the Gemara, no, you don't have to say that. Rav Yaisi, B'Shem Rav Akali, says the Gemara, really, no, really, it can be according to everyone, not only the opinion of Rav Yaisi. Why? Ma'apaligin, what was the Machlaikis in the Mishnah is Begufay Shal Karban. The Machlaikis in Chacham and Rav Yaisi in the Mishnah, whether a singular person could donate something for the communal uses, is specifically by Karbanais. Avo, but when it comes to one step removed, a step auxiliary, B'Machshi, Carbon, a secondary sign that services to the carbon, the wood on the Mizbeach, everyone agrees that you're going to be allowed to give even from a singular person for the public, and therefore it's not a raya. Again, we want it to be a raya from the fact that we saw in the Braisa that a singular person, these families, could donate wood for the Mizbeach for the public. Says the Gemara, it's not a raya to Rav because everyone would agree to machshiri, to auxiliary items. The whole machlek is Rav and the Chacham were worth the carbon itself. Says the Gemara, let's try again, a second raya. To me, we learned, Isha Shaisik Seinis Libana, the mother of a Kayin would make a shirt for her child, for a Kayin, Kshira, she's allowed to make clothing for the, her son, the kind Gadol, to wear. Be careful, she has to give it over to the Tzibar. So what do we see? We see a clear raya again. This is going with the pin of Rav Yaisi. Another raya to Rav Yaisi. We see that if someone wants, he's able to donate. The mother of the kind Gadol could donate the shirt to the public, as long as she does it all heartily. Says the Gemara, no. Rav Yaisi, again, the same terror, it's really, it could be everyone, it's not only Rav Yaisi, with the carbon itself carbon, the auxiliary, the secondary item, the ancillary items of the carbon. So no rayo. Says the Gemara, Now we're going to ask a question on Rav Yaisi. Those days, now actually, I should just point out, this line, what exactly the Gemara is about to do, is a massive machlekes. Is it a raya? Is it a kasha? Is it a statement? Literally every single person on the page and off the page, actually, we're going to be going primarily with, I believe, the opinion of the Pnei Moshe, um, who's more on the page in the other Yerushalmi, he's not in the Vilna Shas. But there's the Gemara, I'll bring you a question, Rav those days, they would make a yomt of whether they brought the carbon or not. The Gemara basically is saying that, and the Tanakama says that when they would bring the wood to the base of Megiddo, it would be a yomt We know it's a yomt We learned back in Psachim, any day you bring a carbon is a yomt for you. So those families, they, when they would bring the wood to the base of Megiddo, they made a yomt But the Tanakama held, not only was it a yomt on the day they brought the carbon, 
But even Shaloi Bishas Karban, that for future generations, the date that that family was able to bring wood to the Mizbeach, that date had a din of a yomtif, even when they did not bring the wood. Rav Yaisi Aymer, but says Rav Yaisi, no. You only do it at the time of the carbon. So what do we see? We see that the din of Rav Yaisi seemingly is only a din in the carbon, not a din in the machshire carbon. Meaning, the whole din of Rav Yaisi, and the Mishnah, that when Rav Yaisi said that a singular person is able to donate to the base of Mikdash, the Gemara now is proving that it's only going to be a Yomtev wanted to be for a not couple. like the Gemara just proposed, like Rav Yaisi B'Shem Rav Eloi. That's why it's a little confusing because it's two Rav Yaisis. But Rav Yaisi B'Shem Rav Eloi kept on saying Divrei Akol, that it goes with everyone. Why? Because he, he differentiated between the carbon itself and the Machshiri carbon, as we're highlighting over here. And previously, as the Gemara said a few lines earlier, but now the Gemara is explaining that no, Rav Yaisi's din is a din specifically in the carbon and do not differentiate with the auxiliary items of the carbon. Void min and similarly bring a riot to Tanya we're from the family of Sinab Minyamin. And that family of Sinab Minyamin, their date, says the Gemara and Tainis, was the 10th of Av, was the day they brought the wood to the base of Migdash. And there was a year that Tishbah fell on Shabbos. So, of course, we know that Tishbah is pushed off until Sunday. And says of Sadiq, we fasted, we did not complete the fast. Why not? Because it was a Yantif. Why was it a Yantif? It was a Yantif because. That was the day they generally brought the wood to the base of Mikdash. But again, we see from over here, this is not going to Rebbe that they made a yantif even on days they did not bring the carbon itself. Says the Gemara, continuing in the Mishnah, the Mishnah taught us that all the carbonate Sibur came from the Lishka with all from the Machsa Shekel. Says the Gemara Tamantanino, we learned over there, called Karbanas Ayachid, all private Karbanas, Veat Sibur, and public Karbanas, by Minaharets, Minachotzarts. You let her bring it from animals both in Eretz Yisrael and in Chotzarts. Minachadish Minayashan, for the new crop or the old crop, Chotz, except there was one exception. Those two carbonates had to bring number one brought from Eretz Israel and number two from the new grains, which of course is the reason why in the Mishnah they had to guard those fields to make sure they had new grains, which we'll see more about in a moment. Rav Chayna B'Shem Rav Yirmi B'Dir Rav Yishmali says Rav Chayna, this is going to be in Rav Yishmael, the Yishmael Aimer, in Aimer Abominat Surya, that the Aimer cannot be from Surya, it has to be from Eretz Israel. So that's din number one, that the carbon Aimer, the Shtei Alechem, had to be grain, new grain, and grain that comes from Eretz Israel, not outside Surya or anywhere else. Montanin, and we quote another Mishnah. As the Kedusha is saying, there were ten holinesses, Eretz Yisrael, Mekodesh, Mekol, Aratzis, that Eretz Yisrael has above all other lands, Umayi Kedushasa, and what was the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael? Shemivian Mimena, Oimer, Rabbi Kurun, Shteelechem, like we just saw, that these Karbanas had come specifically from the grains, the crops of Eretz Yisrael, Masha'in Kei Mivian, Kei Mikola Aretz, and they were not going to bring it from anywhere else, and that is the Rayom, so again, that which we just said, that the crops had to be specifically for the army and Shalachem from Eretz Yisrael. Rav Chiyah B'Shem Rav Yirmir, Rav Yishmaeli, again explains, this is all going to the opinion of Rav Yishmael, that what? Rav Yishmael Aimer, Eino Aimer, Baminat Surya. It doesn't come from Surya, so two different prices concurring to the same detail, that the carbon Aimer and the Shalachem had to be from nowhere else aside for crops in Eretz Yisrael. Tamantininan, a third Mishnah, Rav Yishmael Aimer, Ma Chorish Rishos, Avkotsi Rishos. Says Rav Yishmael, just like Chorish there's never a mitzvah to plow. Kharish plowing is the first of the avaidais 
Not avoid this. Malachis, which is forbidden on Shabbos, but there's never a case where you have to plow. Says Rabbi Yishmael, I've cut here so to reaping when it comes to cutting down the crops for the We'll explain actually in a moment, let's not jump the gun. So too, reaping is also a rishos that's never a mitzvah. Yotz, like Sierra Aimer, says Rabbi Yishmael, that's in all other cases. But there's one time that the reaping, that the cutting of crops is a mitzvah. The cutting of the Aimer Shu mitzvah, which is a mitzvah, which again, this is bringing into the same detail. This is the third thing that we're seeing about the Aimer and the Sheyelech. And did number one, had to be Chadash, and number two, had to be Eretz Yisrael. Did number three is that the cutting it down is a mitzvah. Explains the Gemara, Yishmael, that the Aimer only comes from, uh, does not come from Surah. That's where he got this din from, that it's a mitzvah, it's a secondary din. Din number one, Aspirat Yisrael. Once we know it, Aspirat Yisrael, this is a special mitzvah to cut down the crop. And of course, now we bring it all circle back into our Mishnah. Now we're discussing that the crop has to be new, has to be from Eretz Yisrael, and submit, so let's cut it down. So now we can explain where they got the crop from in the year of Shemitah. So who is the Tana that said that that these watchmen of the Aftergo of the Shemitah, again, it's going to be the same Rabbi Yishmael that holds it's a mitzvah to get this crop particularly, and that's the reason why they would hire a watchman in order to make sure they would have these crops left over for the Shteya Oimer, Shteya Lechem, and the Karben Oimer. Amar Rav Yaisi Divriya Koli. Rav says, no, it doesn't have to be only Rabbi Yishmael. Why? Because we thought it had to be only Rabbi Yishmael. Because why are they watching the land? Must be because it has to be a crop only from Eretz Yisrael. Concurring with Rabbi Yishmael, Walter cannot be a crop from Surya. Explains the Gemara, no. You know why they were watching it? As a precautionary measure. Really, we could hold your ladder, bring it from Surya. Not like Rabbi Yishmael. So why are they watching the crop if you could bring it from Surya? The answer is just in case there wasn't enough, they in order to make sure they had some left over in Eretz Yisrael. Says the Gemara, a fascinating question. Ha'ein Oimer, the crop for the garment, Oimer, ma'u Let's say you don't have any crop. You watch the field from the aftergrowth and there's nothing left. But now you have to bring the garment, Oimer, in the Sheilachem. Or you let a plant, a crop for the Karben Aymer is during Shemitah. And it's a Daraisa to plant. But of course, it's a mitzvah Daraisa to bring the Shteya Aymer and the Lechem upon him. Shteya Aymer, I'm sorry, and the Karben Shteya Lechem and the Karben Aymer. So if that's a mitzvah, that's a mitzvah. Ask the Gemara. Are you allowed to plant it? Says the Gemara of Chiyabar Ado, Vayikumi Ramana, he came in front of Ramana, Loi Nimsu Kikaymets al Shirayim Sheinachalim. He wanted to say, no, it's impossible. You know why? What's going to happen if you plant the crop specifically for the carbon aimer? Then one of the processes they had to do by the carbon mincha is kemit. So they had to take the full three, the three fingers, knock off the top and the bottom, and then they would burn it. But the din of kemit is you're only allowed to do that if you eat the carbon. But if the carbon is not, has no, nothing left to eat for whatever reason, it's possible you lost it, etc. You're not allowed to do the kemit and then the whole mincha is possible. Says the Gemara, one second. In our case, why? Are you allowed to plant the crop for the carbon nightmare? Are you going to be allowed to eat the crop? Of course not. But then you're not going to be allowed to do the kamitsa. If you can't do the kamitsa, the carbon is bustle. So says the Gemara, of course we see that there's no way you're going to be allowed to plant during Shemitah for the carbon nightmare.
Amar Lehi responded, no, no raya. Nazik Hamisha Dvarim Shin Ba Mitoma Vinachol Bitoma. I'll tell you, really, you would do the Kamitza. I, there's a din in Kamitza, you only can do a Kamitza if you can eat the carbon? No. It's just like we have different dinim. Whenever there's a din of carbon zebra that you bring Bitoma, which we dealt extensively in Psachim, Hamisha Dvarim, they are born Bitoma, and yet you don't eat them. And yet we see that the Allah is they have a din of a kosher carbon. So maybe that would be the same thing over here with the carbon nightmare. Therefore, it's no raya. Maybe you could, yes, plant it. Says the Gemara back into our Mishnah, we don't really answer that question. But now we go back to the Mishnah, how do they pay the watchmen? Because you can't use the Machsa Shekels, which have Kedusha, you can't pay the watchmen directly with them. So says the Gemara, no, you do, no, it's a Muslim, Shulchani. You go to a money changer, ask him for money, use that money to pay the watchmen. And then, they use the money to pay the, the people who reap it and the people that watch the field. Until the carbon Aimer is brought. And then, and then after the carbon Aimer is brought, then they'll bring the Machsa Shekel, and they'll take the Kedush of the Machsa Shekel, they'll transfer it to the carbon Aimer, then they'll use those Machsa Shekel, those coins, to pay back the money changers. Says the Gemara, but Tabas Kain, is this accurate? Are they allowed to do that? The question being that the carbon Aimer is worth significantly less amount than the amount that the watchman had to be paid. So how will you do this? It seems like a joke. They would only pay the watch, but not for all the wheat, because the problem was is that the carbon had X amount of flour, and then it was broken down, 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 until there was only a little bit of flour left. So they would only pay the watchman for that little quantity of flour, and therefore all the all the denominations equal each other. Tanana, similarly, just like those who hewed the stones, the base did the same. What they do? And they would give it to the hewers, the saitim, those who chopped out the stones, the quarries. Actually, Tinatain Agabi Adimas before they even laid the last row of bricks, Mishnitan Adimas. Then once the bricks were laid in the base of English, maybe Mazmin Chubazalishka, they would take money, Machalov, and they would consecrate onto the bricks, and then they would use that to pay back. But the boss came, can they do that? Says Imar, yes, if Yesi says this, you could. The same tariffs, they would pay them in, in consonants, the same amount, that which they gave to the same uh, quantity that it was equal in the, of the stones. As we turn over to Yudam and base, we begin a new Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, or Allah Beis, I should say more precisely. Paro, the Sierra Mishaleach, the Paraduma, the Sierra Mishaleach, the goat that sent out on the Yom Kippur, the two goats, one the Azazel, which was the Mishaleach who was sent out, one was they brought to the base of Mikdash, those animals, the Lashain Shells, the Iris, and the wet wool. All those items bought in Chumas Alishka, they would also come from the funds in the Chumas Alishka, from the Machsa Shekel. Says the Gemara, Keves Para, they had a special ramp that they built all the way from the base of Migdash to Harazizim for the Para Aduma. That ramp, the Keves Yarma Shalech, similarly, they had a ramp for the animal they sent away, and the strip of red that goes between the horns, and the aqueducts in the base of Migdash, and the walls, the ear of the Yushalayim, and the towers, and all the needs of the city, that's used for the leftovers. We know that there were 
were the first separations, like we spoke with the last Mishnah. Now we have the second separations in this Mishnah. And then there were some times that there was leftover monies. The monies that were put underneath the leather coverings. So that money was used for all the other um, services, the walls and the towers and the ramps. That's where the money was used for. He argues and said, no, the ramp for the bar Duma, each of the own, each kind God will build on his own from his own money and he didn't use from the Machsa Shekel. Moses Shiari Alishcha, the leftover of the Shiari Alishcha, Mayan Isaman, what would they do with them? They would buy wines, oils, and flowers. They would sell it. And the money they got from the proceeds of those sales would be different of Yishma, would go to the base of Migdash to fund any other projects the base of Migdash needs. We never gained on account of Hektish, so they would not sell these items. Neither from Aniyam, we'll see in the Gemara what that means. Moiser at Shuma, what do we do? Those leftovers, Mayan Isin, but which we've seen already, it's used to coat the walls of the Kedush HaKadosh with gold. Leftover fruit is used for the dessert of the Mizbeach, which we've learned, means that the Mizbeach would never be idle any time that there was no Karbanas, they would bring Karbanas on, on top of the Mizbeach. They would use for the different vessels in the base of Mikdash. That's what they use for the extra Karbanas. The leftover of the libations. Again, if they separated money, they had leftovers. And they did not agree about the Paris, which we're going to have to see what fruits are we discussing. Will be a discussion in the Gemara. Says the Gemara, Kevis Apara. We learned in the Mishnah, the ram for the Paraduma, the ship of wool that's tied between the horns. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachman, Mishem Rabbi Yenison, Gimel He explained that there were three strips of red wool for three different Avaidais, and each one had to, have, had to have a different weight. They had the one for the Seir, the one for the goat which they sent out. Besela, that was worth a and weighed a weight of a Sela. Shal Mitzairah, that was used for the sprinkling onto the Mitzairah. That was Bishekel. Shalparan, one of the Paraduma, Bishtei Slime, had to be very heavy because it was burnt with the Paraduma. And the Pasuk, when it's burning with the Paraduma, says, Bitoich Sreifasapara. And Toich means that's go inside. So they specifically wanted the wool to be heavy so that it could go all the way in. To the fire while burning the bar aduma. Rav Chunia de Bras Chavron, Rav Chunia of a place called Bras Chavron, Rabbi Ba Rav Zabda Bishim Rav Shimon ben Tchalafta, and he argued he said Shalparas Bishay Slaim Umachs was two and a half. And some say, no, it was worth uh, 10 zos. So that's the different quantities and weights of this red wool that was used for different times in the base Amigdash. We continue to the Mishnah. We learned about the Meiser Shiari Elishcha, the leftovers. Says the Gemara, the Talmid that would teach like Kehanim, all the different Avaitis they had to do, the Talmid Chachamim, the Rabbim, that would teach them how they get they would also take their funds to the Chubas Alishka, just to point out the fact that the Gemara says the Hilcha is a bit difficult because Shechita is even Kasher Bizar. Yisrael, maybe it's because it's only Bidyevid by Yisrael. Either way, it says the Gemara, Rav Yitzchak, about Radifa Bashim Rabbi Imi, Mevakri Mumi Kachim, Nalizchar Mechubas Alishka. Now we're going to see all the different jobs in the base of Mikdash that took the money from the 
uh, coins, the leftovers of the machzah shekels. So he learned to those who checked for the mumim in the, all the karbanais. Rav Acha, Rav Tanchum, Barachia, B'Shem Rav Simloi, Magi, Sefer Yezer, no, this is Charmit Shubh the Magi, and those who checked the Sefer Yezer, whether it means Sefer Yezer, referring to a specific Sefer Yezer, whether it means all the checkers in general, um, but they would take their wages from the Lishka. Says Gemara, Gittel Bar Minyam, B'Shem Rav Asi, Shnei Diyan, Gzilais, no, this is Charmit Shubh Zalishka, there were two, but they deemed him two Bezdins for different court cases, that they would take their money from the Shemaz Alishka. Shemol Amar Nashim Aregis Bebareiches, the woman that wove the Pareiches, known as Charmit Shemaz Alishka. Which Pareiches was this? This was in the second base Amigdash, instead of a wall, it was too tall, they had two Pareicheses, but that's where a uh, woman woven, and they would get paid from the Shemaz Alishka. Rav Chayna Amar Mitshumas Bedekabais, he argues on this last thing, and he says that the woman really paid for the Bedekabais funds, but not necessarily different of Davais, different donations, but not necessarily from the Machzash. Ma polik, ma polik. What is the machlekes over here? Shmuel avad Allah ki karbon. Ravuna avad Allah ki binyan. The machlekes whether the woman took the um, wages from the Chumas Alishka, the Machsa Shekel, or from the Bedikabayis. Shmuel says it came from the Bedikabayis. The reason being. Sorry, Shmuel says he comes from the Chumas Alishka, because Shmuel says it's din of a carbon, these curtains, whereas Rav Hauna held no, it's din of the building, the base of itself, so it came from the Bedeka Bayis. Omar Rav Chizkiah, Tana Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda, Tana Rav Yehuda, Gadgudus, that was his name, HaKetairis, Chol Karbanais, HaTzibar, Pahamit Chumas Alishka, to pay for the Ketairis and all the other Karbanais, came from the Chumas Alishka, Mizbeis HaZav, Chokli, Shars, Barmi, Meister, Nisachim, came from the leftovers of all the Nisachim, Mizbeis Except for Lazarus buying me Shiari Alishka. Except for the places of the walls of the Chatzar that came from the remainders of the Lishka. Of the remainders of the Lish. Remainders of the remainders of the Lishka. Bedekabayis. So this word Bedekabayis is a little bit difficult over here. The the uh, Gaino takes it out, he learns that it says, Chos Lazarus Ba'in Mushiari Alishka, or maybe it means Bedekabayis. That's a bit of Machlekes in the Gersayis, and we're going to conclude with the Gemara asking a question, But we learned that all these items, all the Kilimbis, But if you're paying from the Shiarim, the leftovers is no Dinamila. Answers the Gemara opinion that we've seen is Rameir the Rameir the Rameir Oimer Mayalim the Shiar and Rameir held and no there is a Din Meila even on the leftovers and we're going to pick up from oh actually let's just learn one more line Amar Avchia Klomer Rameir El B'Teich Shenasa that was only in the first year but here it's talking about the end of the base the Midrash is after the first year of the leftovers Vachutz Shenasa and I can mean none Amar Avchizkiya Tanur Rav Yehuda Good Gedani Yisholchem Amnayra Vamizbeach these Kalim Abreichus Ma'akvin as Karbanais Tiver Rameir and Chachamayim in the Chamakiv is a Karban El Akira Vakin Bolvad Okay we'll learn these last few lines we'll pick up from there tomorrow.